Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Something really ugly happened in the NFL yesterday. I think it's fundamentally racist. I think it's a violation of league rules and maybe even federal law. And even though many of you may not be NFL fans or maybe you stopped watching the NFL after you saw how they treated Colin Kaepernick, I need to unpack and explain to you why what's happening with the Baltimore Ravens star quarterback Lamar Jackson is not just disgusting and underhanded, it might be illegal. Let me unpack and explain it. I want to tell you why it matters to all of you. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. And I say this often, uh, I'm a huge, huge sports fan and uh, watching, following, tracking sports is definitely a hobby. You know, people ask me, you know, what do I do in my spare time? Uh, you know, I'm always in the car picking up kids and taking them everywhere. So I'm always listening to sports talk radio. I'm always checking out the stats and the stories when I'm not doing all the other work that I'm doing. If I have some free time. I'm going to spend it either watching a game or watching or listening to people talk about the game. And sports have always been a huge part of my life, a huge part of my kids' lives. We're a sports family, a sports house. Uh, Our kids have always played sports. And, you know, it was a dream of mine when I was in middle school and high school and even a little bit even when I started college that I would one day work in the sports field. And I even think about someday returning back to that. But I talk about sports here on the show because sports are, it's like a religion, particularly football in America is like a religion. And because sports are so huge in the United States, it, in a lot of ways, ends up being a microcosm of the world, a reflection of this country, at least. And one of the things that I continue to be deeply concerned about is the fact that in the NFL, there is not a single African-American owner. Even though 70% of the players are black, 
there's not a single black owner in the entire league, which is fundamentally ridiculous. It means, in essence, that black men are taking all the risk that the white owners aren't taking with their brains, with their bodies. And while some black athletes uh, will generate uh, you know, significant wealth from their time, it comes at a huge cost. And culturally, not only is the team, uh, not only is the league rather dominated almost exclusively by white men and, and one other non-white owner, the owners are extremely conservative. And anybody who thinks that doesn't feed in to how these team owners negotiate with their players, treat their players, think of their players, uh, make hiring and firing decisions, of course, your race, your culture, and your politics informs Almost every decision you make, good, bad, and ugly. And I'm not just talking about conservatives. I'm talking about all of us, me, you. Your worldview, which is in part your race, your culture, your politics, your, I'm speaking of you, your worldview informs so much, not just obviously of how you see the world, but of how you think of the world and how you treat people in the world. And Lamar Jackson is one of the best athletes in the world. Um, For those of you that know a little bit about football, he was in college quarterback at the University of Louisville, which is not known as an an elite football school, but won the Heisman Trophy for the single best player in college sports, which is very hard to do when you're not playing for an elite college program. He said, all kinds of records and was just a next level player. And as soon as he got in the NFL, literally and figuratively hit the ground running and immediately became a pro bowler, uh, an all NFL player an all pro and eventually MVP, like the best player in the league. And he is up now for uh, a new contract. And he should become, if not the highest paid player in the league, the one of the highest, like one of the two or three or four highest paid players in the league. He's that good. He's that elite. He's also that quality of a human being. Um, he is no problem off the field and his dedication to his health, his body, his life, his game is unparalleled. He's only 26 years old. You know, for me as a 43-year-old, he's damn near a kid. He's not even in his physical prime yet. And quarterbacks all over the NFL are getting huge, huge contracts, including a man that I loathe, Deshaun Watson, who was accused by dozens of women of various forms of sexual assault and sexual harassment, literally got the single biggest guaranteed contract in NFL history. And Lamar Jackson dared to say, yeah, if he's getting that money and he has not accomplished half of what I've accomplished on the field and is a thousand times more of a problem than I am off the field, 
then I want that much money or more. I want money in that ballpark or more, which is only fair. It's only fair for a man with his skills, his gifts, his talent, his dedication, his athleticism, his intelligence, uh, his fan base. He's an immensely popular player to say, yeah, I, I need that kind of money. And yesterday was the first day that teams before free agency begins. The free agency is when uh, players that are available can sign new contracts. Players can be uh, traded to different teams. The week before free agency, teams can decide if they want to place on a player something called a franchise tag. And it's a franchise tag in the history of the NFL is a rather new is a rather new thing. And there, forgive me for being wonky here, but there are two types of franchise tags. Uh, a team only has can only issue a franchise tag to one player. First off, on the entire team, and the team can say we are issuing an exclusive franchise tag on this player which means we are issuing a one-year contract on this player and they will average like the top three or five highest salaries in the NFL and pay that player that amount but for just a one-year contract, which is not what any player wants. Every player wants a five-year, seven-year, 10-year contract. All of those things actually are real. And so players are always irritated when they get tagged with the franchise tag because it means that they're not getting a long-term deal. But if you get an exclusive franchise tag, you are stuck with your original team. You can't go to another team. Uh, you will be paid significantly well, but for just one season. Or a team can offer what's called a non-exclusive franchise tag. And the non-exclusive franchise tag means we are making this player an offer and the the financial amount is, again, just automatically calculated. This time it's like they average out the top 15 salaries, which which lowers the salary significantly. It's still decent, but not nearly what the exclusive franchise tag is. But other teams can now make this player an offer and the original team, in this case, the Baltimore Ravens, can decide to match one of those offers and then pay their player that. Or they can say, we're not going to match that offer. And another team can sign Lamar Jackson in this instance, but has to give the Baltimore Ravens two first-round draft picks. Yesterday, the Baltimore Ravens issued a non-exclusive franchise tag, which should have started a bidding war, um, should have started a frenzy of teams saying, yeah, we will offer Lamar Jackson everything we've got because he is literally that elite. He's He is the best of the best. There is no quarterback better right now. There's no quarterback that's available that's better than Lamar Jackson. That's not even up for debate. He is 
better than any quarterback that's available, considering all the factors. And yet something really, really weird happened yesterday that I have never seen in my life. And right after a quick word from some of our sponsors, I'll break it down. Just stick with us. I'll be right back. I told my son, my son and I spend a ton of time together every morning as I take him to school. Uh, we, we know we're listening to Sports Talk Radio and we're talking about sports. And I told my son a few days ago because uh, who, like what happens with Lamar Jackson has been the talk of Sports Talk Radio for days, for weeks. I told my son, I was like, man, if I was a team, I would offer Lamar Jackson the, the largest contract in the NFL and tell him, young man, we want you to be the face of our team. We want you to take us to Super Bowls. Uh, you deserve everything we can offer. We want you to be a leader on this team. Uh, we want you to one day retire as a part of our franchise. Like, we love you. We want you. Let's roll. Like, I would do anything to get Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. And in, listen to me. Any smart NFL mind knows if you could get Lamar Jackson as your quarterback outside of, say, three or four teams that have like, you know, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, outside of a few teams, every team in the NFL should say, hold on, Lamar Jackson's available? Like, Yes, please. <laughs> like he is Kevin Durant. You know, he he is elite. You know, wh- whatever you need to think of as elite, he is that. And particularly if you literally don't have a quarterback, uh, you are making the best, most competitive offer you can. You meet with Lamar and say, listen, man, we want you here. Sign this deal with us. Here is the guaranteed money. You've earned it. You've deserved it. Let's do this. And instead, yesterday, and all of my, I've been literally following sports for damn near 40 years. In all of my years of following sports, the weirdest thing happened. Lamar Jackson signed, you know, the Baltimore Ravens rather, issued the non-exclusive franchise tag, which means other teams can now make offers. And team after team, I've never seen this. It's never happened. It's unprecedented. Team after team, including the teams without quarterbacks, said, nope, not interested. No, we're not not interested at all. The Atlanta Falcons, no, we're not interested. Miami Dolphins, we're not interested. Carolina Panthers, we're not interested. Over and over again, Nearly a dozen different teams have said, nope, not interested. It's like, hold on, what? What do you mean you're you're not interested? Again, mind you, many of these same teams that yesterday said they're not interested in Lamar Jackson, like unprompt within an hour of the franchise tag being issued, all saying, nope, we're not interested in signing Lamar Jackson, which I've never seen. Teams normally just don't say a word. Many of those teams were literally fighting just a year ago 
to get Deshaun Watson, who was going to be suspended for nearly a year after being accused of sexual assault and sexual harassment by dozens of women. And he did that stuff. Talked about it at length here. Teams that were tripping over themselves to get to a lesser player then all announced, no, we're not interested in Lamar Jackson. And people from all types of walks of life, different political persuasions, cultures, backgrounds, ages, all said something weird just happened here. And that something weird is clearly teams colluded together, probably at the request of the Baltimore Ravens, to all say they would not be interested in Lamar Jackson. What happened yesterday with teams tripping over each other to say how much they didn't want Lamar Jackson, which I've never seen, ever, clearly happened because those NFL team owners talked to each other and agreed with one another that they were going to publicly stand with one another to make it clear they weren't interested in Lamar Jackson. And there are really two or three primary reasons. And I want to start with the one that I think is not being talked about. First, I truly believe teams and team owners believe they can treat Lamar like this, can mistreat Lamar like this, because he's a young black man. I I don't care what anybody says. That's the role race has in this. They believe they can treat him like a disposable human being because he's a young black man. That's first. Secondly, Lamar Jackson and his family have decided to represent themselves. And they're not the only ones. There are great players in every sport that say, I don't want an agent. I can handle this myself. And Lamar Jackson and his family and attorneys have all said, no, no, we got this. And I think that also irritates team owners and the league. And lastly, it has been said openly that when the Cleveland Browns signed Deshaun Watson, disgraced human being accused of sexual assault and harassment by dozens of women, when they signed him to a $230 million fully guaranteed contract. I mean, he's going to get all of that money, no matter what. If he gets hurt tomorrow, if he ends up being a bust, that money is his, which was unheard of in the NFL. That teams are rebelling against Lamar Jackson or any other player demanding to get a fully guaranteed contract. And if teams are colluding together, if it doesn't matter if race is involved, if teams are colluding together to harm the money that Lamar Jackson could earn, it's illegal. And it violates policy, protocol, and will be discovered. The NFL Players Association needs to launch an investigation. They need to file suit. Uh, Lamar Jackson's attorneys need to file suit because clearly something just happened. And again, this is what we're going to continue to see for the rest of our lives 
as long as we have sports leagues that are almost exclusively owned by white men, conservative white men at that. Ah, it's frustrating. Um, these men, including Lamar Jackson, are super privileged men. They've earned everything they've got. They're super wealthy, super privileged, yes. But racism, discrimination, all of that continues to impact them. I've got to run. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.